all like uncool, a way to deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and much like Uba's phone, I'm often forgotten. And that's for Jessel, yes. who got forgotten oh. twice while they were ordering. And then Bryn forgot her. Yeah. I remember her. She doesn't appear forgettable on the screen. No. No. She's top two for me in this oh, show. Oh, yeah. Me too. Well, Jenna Lyons is like her own tier. Yes. All right. We were also joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. My name may be Heather, but I'm not a Heather. Ooh, Alex. That was a great reference. Heather DeBro's reference to Heathers. Wouldn't that be a great actual tagline, too? I mean, I know I always do good taglines <laughs> on this podcast, but this would be like an actual legit good one. I, I think, think it's going to be a perfect uh, first season on Beverly Hills tagline. <gasps> All right, we were also joined by my lovely sister and our co-host, Miss Julia Baker. I like drinking pink drinks and eating your leftovers. Who's that for? Austin. 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 Oh, man. All right. Well, we had quite a week. We still have four shows in the running. Do you guys want to start with the season finale of OC? Yes. Yes. All right, guys. I've been mad at Gina since day one, but I'd like to say I'm officially over Gina. She's mad at Heather for calling her a loser. Heather pulls up Spotify, pulls up Tamara's podcast where Tamara calls them all losers, and then Gina is mad at Heather for not showing her Spotify. Like, don't you have Spotify? And then Gina doesn't mind that Tamara called her a loser. It's, an, it's infuriating. The only thing to say to defend Gina is that Heather did admit to calling certain people losers, but she just said it wasn't Gina. But I think that that actually proves her point even more. She's not denying it. She's saying, no, I called this specific person a loser, which means like you wouldn't say that if you were trying to get away with it. And we know she hates Noelle. Yeah. I believe her. I believe Heather. I don't care about the Heather drama in the slightest because because it's all just made up bullshit to try to vote Heather off the island. All these women have decided they're going to gang up on Heather and it doesn't matter what the supporting evidence is. They're going to come up with something else. And that's why I don't really care. I mean, I did find it funny that Heather was able to bring like a very valid receipt and Gina didn't take it on. But it's just, it doesn't even matter what it is. If it wasn't this, we would be coming up with something else. And that's why I don't truly care. I was going to be mad at you, but now I'm actually agreeing. Do you think it's a thing of they know she's about to break up with them, so they're trying to break up with her first? They've been doing this from the beginning of the season, though. I know, I know. But have they been sensing it since then? I think that Tamara being the hot cheerleader is actually exactly what it is. Okay, so then... Next season, Heather's gone, let's say. She's just going to bully Jen the entire time? That's going to be our season? She's going to go to the next person, I think, which would be Shannon. You think Shannon? I think she'll... You think if Gina's still there on next season, Gina's going to be sitting on a hot seat. A target on her head. Well, I'm just saying that in terms of like, well, who would be the next person to challenge the sort of main character or like top of the tent pole of the show. I don't think she's threatened by Shannon. Like, Shannon's goofy. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. I have another supporting evidence to why they don't care what Heather's done. They're just trying to get her off. Okay. And that is that Heather showed up in a costume that was so circus. 
and also in reference to the Mayor performance Circus. of Cirque du Soleil that they had just seen in Mexico mere days before. Finally gave reason to that scene existing at all. Right. And they bashed on her. Everybody was like, I don't even know who Heather is. She had a hula hoop. She had the aerial art, like the the piece with her. Right. So anyway, sorry to bring it back, but that's another, they just don't like Heather. Can I tell you, Terry's costume was one of my favorites. I love love staff shirt. I just thought it was really funny. Um, Julia, you're so right. And I don't like gang up seasons. I always end up feeling bad for the person. Well, guess what? That's all we've got right now. I know. I think it was a good season of OC. I but did too. I think I'm going to be really frustrated if this is what the reunion's going to be like. Yeah. Well, but my favorite um, person against Heather's stance came from Jen this episode, where it was funny, like imagining Heather in Jen's mind as the woman who said she was going to hang out with her and said, I have to check on my soup. And then never came back. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> That's all she has against her. Um, I think that John and Shannon broke up. I think we know exactly why. He wouldn't put on his hat. The hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I have to say that Ryan and I have made strides into me liking Ryan. I, I actually am totally team Ryan. I think he's a piece of shit who cheats on her all the time, but I'm on team Ryan over team Tamara. But when he said to Jen, why didn't you just say Tamara and I would like to know if it's just me? I thought that was I funny I thought too. that was funny and cute. Are you guys ready for New York? Yes. Yes. Have you guys noticed when Erin's upset, she doesn't call her husband? First, remember, bitch on the phone gate. Per Alex, um, oh, was his yes, sister, yes. and who does she call this episode? But her dad. Just interesting. Just to, just throwing it out there. Another just throw it out there is. We're not prepared for what he would have to say. <laughs> well, I'm fully prepared for what he says next week because of a preview, and that is that if she hadn't slept with him for a year and a half, yep. he would have cheated on her. That's what I'm talking about. This man is piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, unhinged. He's not someone you call if you need to be comforted. Is no. kind of what I'm gathering. On camera, yeah. no less. True, when we see the best of him. Aaron's big trauma was that somebody was mean to her in seventh grade and actually had a pretty creative nickname. <laughs> uh, but this is the worst conflict she's ever had in her life. Yeah. So again, like I think I was on Uba's side, but then when they all start going in on her on the hot tub, I did feel bad. Yes, I feel bad for her. But they all have genuine grievances against her. Oh, she's a drama queen, but I think you mm-hmm. can't attack somebody like that. No one, she can't hear you. If that's the point, she's not going to be able to take it in. And it is the silliest, like, catalyst. Like, the fact that this is all stemming from the phone thing, it won't let her, won't let any of this sink in for her truly. What, how they're talking shit and about then, her. And then, I'm sorry, Uba leaves her phone in a car again. again. Hilarious. Yeah. What's the, the temperature on Uba? You too. Okay. On Uba Hot. Uba, I'm starting to feel more confused about, do you know what did it for me? Was the weird Jenna flashback that she got mad at Jenna that they were filming. Why else would Jenna invite you, Aaron, and Bryn over? That was really interesting. Yeah. That made me think, uh-oh, there might be something else here. Because I like Psy first episode, and now I'm like a Psy hater. So we'll have well, to see. Well, it kind of like makes you rethink moments like when she's like 
being silly and stealing stuff from like the kitchen and the restaurant or things like that, like how curated her image is. I never like that. I know everyone's that. curating. Yeah. Oh. Everyone's curating their image on this show, but like that just adds another level to her and like how calculated she's maybe being. Mm-hmm. Who the sun is shining on right now on this trip though Jessel. is Jessel. Jessel's amazing. Oh, I love her. I love Jessel's her list, her hit list is <laughs> freaking hilarious. And I find it funny that we, I never think it's funny when Sai is trying to tell me Jessel's being funny. I never find that funny. Like yeah. I haven't heard the whole joke or I'm not sitting at the table with them. Therefore her punchline just didn't hit for me. But her sitting in that hot tub playing on her phone mere feet away from like... Not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, Aaron and Uba going at it in tears. It's just amazing for me. No, I Love think Jessel's top tier housewife. Hearing Sai say, Jessel, you're so funny. And a variation on that every episode lands her in easily my top five least favorite housewives of all time. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's a huge pet peeve of mine. And it's funny because Sai's supposed to be this influencer, and I feel like all of her outfits are very just Instagram. They're not imaginative at all. Oh, now that you've mentioned this, can we pivot real quick to the outfits for the reunion that we saw these women in? Yes. Um, okay, hang on. Can I please put a caveat on this that I think will put things into perspective? Okay. The theme was going out on a Friday night in New York City. Okay, shoot. Because well, now does... you get why Jenna's no, wearing no. jeans and Aaron's wearing that like weird short dress. I haven't seen these, but I'm sure Jenna looks great. Jenna looks okay. great, well, but it's very I... Jenna. No, I think mm-hmm. what I had to say about Jenna still stands, and I didn't mind Jenna's jeans in the slightest, and it's giving, you need the job done more than I need the job. Okay. It's giving those vibes, which is exactly the reality of yeah. Jenna Lyons in this show. And Aaron looks basic. But Bryn, Bryn took the, the assignment, understood it. She gave us climb Femme that fatale, ladder. Victorian. She doesn't need to climb that ladder because a woman who's willing to wear that is at the top of whatever ladder she's decided she is. I saw somebody online, I think it was CC Loves You, which is a great Instagram account, say that Bryn looked like she was attending the funeral of her second husband that she had murdered with poison. <laughs> like, yes. It was good. It's perfect. It's, it's very great. Good. Can I tell you what I really love about this cast of Roni? And about this just housewife cast is most of the time in other housewife shows, when we have the scenes of everyone telling like a personal story or like a funny anecdote or whatever, it is a way to bridge like the gaps in the episode of like the drama. So it's like, here's some levity for a minute. But this cast, everything anyone says is challenged and questioned. No one believes anything anyone says ever. Every story is picked apart. No one can say anything. I love it. Anytime anyone opens their mouth, it could be, like, the next biggest drama. Like, any, like, sort of, like, I went to the doctor the other day and this happened. <laughs> Someone would be like, I don't think that happens. <laughs> I love that. If I could segue us into Salt Lake City by saying that our only relief right now in New York has been going and seeing Jenna Lyons not participating. Like, oh, yeah. she's in her room doing work. She's in her room doing this. Yeah. She's just kind of, like, being Jenna but she's there a lot of the time. And that being said, our other comedic relief is another housewife who's refusing to get out of a sprinter. Nope. Boo. I'm <sighs> hating. All right. We're transitioning to Salt Lake City. Oh, Julia, you're about to be so upset with me because I am Team Elizabeth on yeah. Mary, I think, for once. She didn't show up to work. <laughs> 
Um, Bravo really said, hey, we're giving you friend of if you don't participate in the activity. She didn't go to dinner. She didn't do the activities. Like, her little asides, I don't think, are that funny. I don't think they need her. Clearly, they don't because she's not giving anything. No, I think this is genius on her part because, like, (laughs) she's able to go on these trips. She's able to feed her soul being on this television show. Clearly, she didn't like being left out. Here, she's back. She doesn't like being on the show. You're right. I have no idea why she's here. No, but she does because she's back. She didn't like not being on it on the third season. Hmm. So that's my theory on that. And she has personal assistants who are paying her. She gets to go to McDonald's. She gets people to like give her play-by-plays on what other people are mm-hmm. doing. Uh, She's deciding the difference between bumps and humps. But like, like these are things you really happening. need those and cutaways? Her. No, no, no. I'm just saying she is genius. We're all dumb. I think she's a genius as of now. Don't need her next season. Save the money. Get these girls to a trip outside of the United States instead. <laughs> I <laughs> wonder why Lisa didn't want to do the makeup so much. And it made me wonder if she has... Oh, I mean, obviously she has some self-esteem stuff. But we've seen her no makeup before because she actually has some hyperpigmentation. Yeah, that I wonder I she's super self-conscious mm-hmm. But it. she's already shown it to us. Like, we all know what she looks like. And she looks stunning no matter what. Who doesn't have hyperpigmentation? I didn't think it was that bad. I kind of liked that she refused. I thought it was kind of funny. Meredith also didn't do it, so... I am obsessed with her this season. Meredith. She's so funny to me. She's an unhinged. What do we think about Whitney taking over Meredith's trip? Insane of her, but Whitney's insane. <laughs> Who would do that? I mean, especially given their relationship. She already bought an uninvited guest and took the best room. I understand if, like, Whitney knew there was nothing else planned for the rest of the day, but she didn't. I don't think there was, because Meredith did say, what if I had something planned? I know, I know, but Whitney (laughs) didn't know that. (laughs) Okay, my next question to you is, what did we think about Monica, who we have formerly loved up until this episode, going off on Lisa? Huge misstep for me as a Lisa fan. And in terms of... um, I feel like this kind of happens to me a lot of times with new housewives where I'll like them a lot immediately and then they just pick the wrong alliance. Yeah. Like the very next episode. It's like what Mia did on Potomac. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. It didn't make sense. I don't want my housewives in touch with middle America. No. I want them stupid. And also she's acting like this big heart. She was so hurt by Lisa losing a ring because she's going through a hard time. You're going through a hard time because you had a year and a half long affair. Yeah. I don't think that's Lisa's ring's fault. I'm also realizing this is a huge misstep for her because no one actually, outside of Mary, who exists in her own world, is like anti-Lisa right now. No. Like, who is she like buddying up with with this stance? No one, really. I think she's thinking, I need drama. But her little takeaways like getting mad at Angie and stuff were good up until this point. I wonder if she is trying to solidify her main cast member status. Or she's doing that thing that they've kind of flirted with doing on Roni where they get um, the newer cast members on these shows will take an opportunity to take the more privileged down when they can. Mm -hmm. So I think she is trying to overplay that angle. 
which then doesn't work when Lisa then points out like the um, what she spends her money on sometimes. I don't know. It all gets like complicated. If you're going to play that card, you have to really like know what you're getting into. I agree, um, Alex. I, it reminded me of the Kardashians, like Kim Kardashian losing her earring and then mm-hmm. saying like, Kim, there are people dying. Like, I think she was trying to have one of those moments, but mm-hmm. this isn't the time. And then she lost all of the goodwill that she had built up when she was getting mad at Angie the night yeah. before for just becoming mm-hmm. unhinged on someone. Um, something I love about Angie, because there's not much, is that we have to call Angie Angie K now because we have a demoted Angie from we the last two seasons. I we don't will, think we're going to see her. We'll never see Angie <coughs> again. Harrington? Angie mm-hmm. H. But the fact that she's permanently Angie K. Like a Bachelor contestant. Housewives don't usually bachelorize no. their names. Like we have Lisa Renna, Renna. LVP. Like, yeah, we usually yeah, have more never, clever. They're never the okay. <laughs> Julia, this is Salt Lake Even City. Angie K calls herself Angie K. <laughs> so anyway, and I just feel like Angie K is trying the hardest. She is definitely rolling yeah. all the snowballs. Oh, big eye roll at hurt this episode. Oh, I hate it. That was not the the moment she thought it was going to be. The moment that came was gifted to the worker at the motel by saying, this is so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what do we think about Meredith hiding behind this no-name child with some kind of illness that will disable him for the rest of his life? I hope this child's grandma, who is supposedly Meredith's friend, never speaks to Meredith again. Yeah. Or I hope this is totally made up. Those are my two hopes. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. And it is so obvious what she's doing. Because she does it every season. Yes. But it's so funny. I hope she doesn't stop. Speaking of people doing bizarre things and not stopping. Southern Charm? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The fact that Taylor only has three dating requirements sure explains a lot. Also, we know... I always forget the God thing. I don't know why. I do too, Alex. Well, that's because we know that she only really respects meeting two out of three because that was like the giant point of contention in her and Shep's relationship. And yet she dated him for years and is heartbroken that they're not dating anymore and desperately wants him to want her back. Um, Can I please say my favorite Taylor line of the episode was when she cried and said, and I turned to Austin for comfort instead of God. You know, those two people that we get mixed up all the time, God and Austin. (laughs) But this was only for 24 hours. Bullshit. Can I just say that? Bullshit. You're telling me that you're having a conversation about whether or not you should date and you haven't even kissed or had sex. Bullshit. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Agreed? Yes. Yeah. Okay, thank God. But she swore on, on God, didn't she? Yeah, on the Bible. That threw me too, yeah. but still, I don't know. But, and again, this is not something I would have said a year ago. Re Austin and his appeal, I completely understand it. <laughs> I love that it is you so weird. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. how you're buying in. I'm not getting it. You've explained it to me before, but I'm not seeing it. Just like his little isms. I understand just like the breeziness of which he comes across most of the time until until he's challenged on something, and then he's the most obvious like wormy guy yeah. in the world. Okay, um, okay, I need to pay attention. Then. Shep, totally different story. I don't know how anyone ever falls in love with that guy. Shep is looking worse and worse, by the way. Horrible. I'm such a fan of like whenever the show calls attention to his restless leg syndrome, so it was very funny seeing him get a pedicure this episode because <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? 
Um, I'm happy we got more creepy backstory for JT. I think JT uttering the line, I miss mommy's snack plates, was a very good, like, underline to how he has been so far as a person. Okay, so JT is doing the classic, like, why the hell are you here move. Yep. By having his business be transform spaces and decorates them. And that's like his big pitch to us of like why he's so successful. And here's the biggest platform he'll ever be on. Yet we go to his home and it is disgusting and trashed. JT, I think he's a one and done, right? What? No. But he's rem- too messy, no. Julia. He's here forever. Like literally messy. The preview for this season, he's featured so much in it. Well, what I have to say about JT is he's kind of a throwback to me, um, to um, guys like JD, or even a Thomas Revenel, who were early on in Southern Charm, like the guys that like we do see like occasionally golfing with the cast, but are in like kind of fueling a lot of the biggest fires in the drama of the show. He feel he's just very reminiscent uh, to me of like the more immediately sinister appearing guys on the show mm-hmm. outside of like goofy Austin and Shep. Like he looks like the evil um, Southern charm older men. I was accustomed mm-hmm. to those early seasons of the show. <laughs> so maybe I'm just disappointed. He's not giving when it comes to homes because there's one thing T-Rav could do. And that was he had a give bridge. Us- yeah, but Julia, give us an estate with some polo horses. JT yeah. is messy on the inside, messy on the outside. Okay. Yeah. And he has diabetes. I don't know why I like love that. <laughs> oh yeah, that he should not have been drinking. No. At all. <laughs> um, you guys, I feel bad for Olivia, and her. Oh, me too. She and Austin yeah. didn't really have a relationship. Relationship. I think he kind of jerked her around, but I think she was crying because she realized. Holy shit, I've been talking to my friend this entire time. I thought I was like getting this real good girlfriend and now she No, just... she and Taylor had what yeah. Olivia thought of as a good relationship. And then the fact that she hid this, she doesn't know her at all. If I was Olivia, I would never reach out to Taylor again. No, same. Yeah, that's bad news. It's funny um how much it hurts her head thinking of the Austin Olivia relationship timeline. Given the amount of shows Austin has appeared on over the past year, and like the amount of times it's like, wait, aren't you with Olivia? He's <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, something else that I thought was so clever of Olivia, which I never gave her credit for anything like this, and now I'm like, oh, there's more than meets the eye, because the way she approached Taylor, like, she hey, I was her. talking to Shep, yeah. yes, and then Taylor gave her information. That Olivia didn't even know. So now Olivia knows oh, yeah. two What's Austin separate things. About? Yeah, yeah, she knows that they had a 24-hour thinkathon, and she knows that they had a sleepover. Yeah, some sad foreshadowing. I Taylor mentioned, and you're going through a hard time right now, which I'm assuming is referencing the death of Olivia's brother. And then Taylor says, "So I called my brother, who we know will die." In a few months. Oh, wait, Olivia's brother's already passed away. I think that's what oh. she was referencing, but Taylor and, and Olivia's brothers die like months apart from each other. I'm assuming, I mean, like, right? It's so hard. Yeah, no, no, no. Totally. It's so sad because they're both so young. So that's, and it's sad because like these girls should have been 
hopefully they are friends during that time because it's such a specific experience that they both go through but taylor can't be trusted i mean if i was olivia i don't think i'd want to be like showing my heart to this girl either no that's the last iced coffee that taylor will ever buy olivia yikes can i point something out that is just a part of my whole thing about how um bravo shows are the funniest and you can't write them Mm -hmm. um because it's so obvious a lot of the time is when Austin's going on and on about his friend Rod, and now he's like, "Oh my gosh, the least, the least dramatic guy in the world." He stays away from all the drama. Switzerland. He never involves himself. Immediately to, hey, so I <laughs> made out with Olivia. <laughs> no, and then when they meet at that bar, he's like, "Hello, my undramatic friend." <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I'm not dramatic. <laughs> that scene was amazing. All right. Are we ready for awards? Mm-hmm. Okay. Awards. The store brand Scandaval Award goes to Southern Charm, whose plotline exactly mirrors Scandaval except for less stakes, mm-hmm. making it the great value version of Scandaval. I bet they were mm. totally bummed when Scandaval happened because it was like what happened to them, but name brand. Yes. Yes, yes. Alex, your award. Um, well, in our Salt Lake uh, segment, Julia put it much, much better than I ever could. But my my highway robbery award goes to Mary for what she is doing in this season. <laughs> <laughs> Just totally getting away with milking the production for all they have to accommodate her at every turn. It, it, it's, I mean, like, it's it's an interesting position to be in if you're someone everyone knows is difficult and will not bend to rules and still get away mm-hmm. with everything. So congrats to Mary. Like Andy has said that, like, she was one of, like, the great gifts that's ever happened in Bravo. And so she probably knows yeah. that. And it's like, yeah, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, we need her more than she needs us. Yeah. My Stealing Peter Pan Shadow Award goes to Olivia who invited Shep, the most notorious Peter Pan of them all, to her house, receives a gift of birds to have dinner, and then puts him to work to do chores. I've never seen Shep give more to anyone than his very, very platonic friend, Olivia. And Mm. did Shep get something out of this? Yes, he came over to give her a dead bird and plant some seeds. (laughs) But I was really impressed that they're neighbors, and she's going to make him work and be that neighbor, that man next door. Mm-hmm. Do she's, you think they'll have revenge hookups? I think that's what he's trying to do. I sense no chemistry. It's not going to happen. Like, Olivia. Olivia doesn't have chemistry with anybody. No, especially <laughs> not the camera. But I'm liking her more and more. I am too. And she had a rough start to this season. What was her first scene with her? Shoveling the dog poop over the fence <laughs> into oh, the yeah. water, poisoning it for Yeah, everyone. what the fuck? So I was like, this is going to be a bad Olivia season. But now she's growing a me. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.